Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today as we celebrate this Christmas season and we celebrate the peace that came to us through our love and joy of Jesus Christ. God knew exactly what we needed when he sent his son into the world. And I thank God for that because we have redemption, we have healing, we have a portion of health and strength, we have joy and love and many other things in that gift that we got from our Heavenly Father. And as we celebrate this Christmas season, remember the reason for the season is that, that we received redemption from Almighty God by Him sharing His only begotten Son with us that all we have to do is just believe by faith and we can have peace that surpasses all understanding. There is a word for us today that's found in the Gospel of Matthew. In that Gospel according to Matthew, in the first chapter, starting with the 20th verse, we see where the Christmas story has come forth. Jesus is in the world, born of a virgin, and he's beginning his earthly ministry here on earth. And he was fulfilling all what the prophets had said, all what the Old Testament had concealed about him is now coming to revelation. He's actually here on earth bringing good tidings and the blessing of the Father is here for all of us to enjoy. When you look at Matthew, the first chapter, he starts off by trying and revealing how Jesus was linked to Abraham. Uh, Matthew was trying to explain that uh, Jesus was the Jewish Messiah. He was the blessing that was the Old Testament uh, gift of the Almighty Father. So he puts Jesus' lineage back in the line of Abraham. And he starts off by saying um, that it was Abraham, then Isaac, then Jacob, then Joseph, and it went all the way down the line to um, Joseph, um, Christ's earthly father. It was 42 generations. The Bible tells us in Matthew 1st chapter um, that from Abraham until David was 14 generations. Um, from David to the exile, where they were taken off into the Babylonian and um, exile period, was 14 generations. Then there were 14 generations from their return in the book of Ezra, all the way to Joseph and Jesus coming into the, this world. So 14 times three, that's four, 42 generations. God was working preparing the world to receive the blessing of Abraham found in the book of Genesis, where God said, I will make your name great. I will make you a father of nations. I will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. Every family shall be blessed by your seed, Abraham. And it was 42 generations to Jesus came into this world. That's a sign that we have a faithful God, a God that doesn't give up 
a God that's all-knowing, and even in the midst of our storms, we might not get the blessing we want in five minutes, but God is looking at the big picture. He's able to look down the road and see where we might need and what we may be in lack of, and he's preparing us every day of our life to receive what he has for us. And there's nothing that is too hard for God. There's nothing that is hidden from God. And in Matthew, the first chapter, we see where David, in chapter 1 of Matthew, verse 20, the Bible says, But when he thought on these things, talking about Joseph, behold, an angel of uh, the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is she conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from all their sin. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God is with us. God be the glory. Um, uh, Joseph, uh, he didn't know that Mary was pregnant until she um, explained to him what had happened. And um, he looked at his image and he looked at her and he, he didn't want to put a to shame and let the people know that she had had a relationship outside of her uh, covenant relationship with him. But the angel had to come to speak to Joseph and says, you son of David, meaning um, his Jewish faith. He was a, uh, uh, in the lineage of David. And um, before you put her away, let me tell you what happened. God the Father sent the Holy Spirit to co overcome Mary and she's pregnant with the Lord's child, the redeemer of this world, the one that would take away the sins of this world. And when they, when Joseph had that dream and he met that angel, he changed his mind about putting his wife away and putting her to shame because he wanted to put it away secretly and just walk away from the marriage. But when the angel spoke to him, he decided to do God's will. And we don't hear much about Joseph, um, Jesus' earthly father. All we know, he was a good man. He was called to do a great job of taking care of the God's son of Almighty. And he did his job well, teaching him to be a carpenter, training him and nurturing him, taking care of him as a child. You know, God, it, he knows exactly who he can use. And it's not all about being um, in front. Sometimes God calls us to be a nurturer, to be someone who can take care of somebody else. He entrusts the Holy Spirit in us to do his will. And they said, call his name Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. Ah, oh, that that lets me know that whatever situation you are in, God is right there with you. God is right there in your finance. He's right there in your joy. He's right there in your hope, in your sorrow. All you have to do is just call on his holy name. 
God is with us. Emmanuel. That's the gift of Christmas. And when you have that gift of Jesus Christ in your life, you have a peace that surpasses all understanding. There's nothing that should catch you off guard. And when you have that type of peace that comes from God to know who his son is, first of all, if you want peace in your life, you have to do six things. The first, you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, you should not have any worries about your afterlife. You should not have any worries about your relationship with Jesus Christ. When you receive him as your Lord and Savior, you know that this life is not all there is, but there is an afterlife. And when you have peace, you have the peace to know that life is not just on this side, but you should have a peace to know that you will live again and live forever. Same way Jesus was raised from the dead, the first fruit of the living. He came out the ground like a seed that was planted in the ground, but yet the seed rose and became the first fruit of a new beginning. And one day we shall rise and be just like him in a glorified body. When you know that you have peace, that this is not all life is all about, the hustle and bustle of everyday activity, God wants you to know that there is an afterlife. The second thing to give you peace, you have to realize that all things belong to God. In Psalm 103, 19, you have to believe that he is in control of all things. Everything belongs to him. And that's all, A-L-L, -L, everything is created by God. So he is the ultimate being of the universe. And when you have a relationship with him, you are his child. The third thing, you have to let Jesus handle your needs. If you believe that he has all things in his hand, if you believe that he will give you everlasting eternal life, now just trust in him and let all your needs be handled and put into his hand. And when you do that, you have peace. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. You don't have to worry about what may come along later on today or the food on your table, you know the one who will supply your every need according to his riches and glory. The fourth thing, uh, to have peace, you have to have a good conscience. Paul calls it a clean conscience. And that's when you're not warring within yourself. Um, you have a war going on right now. Your flesh is saying one thing and your, the Spirit of God is telling you another. And they are constantly warned. But when you decide to follow the Spirit of God and follow the Holy Spirit and God's commandments, you won't have to war within yourself and your conscience will be clean. Knowing that you didn't lie, you told the truth, and knowing that you didn't um, do anything that was out of line with God, you have a clean conscience. And a clean conscience will give you a good night's rest in, in any situation. The fifth thing, you have to be happy with what God has given you. Uh, so many people want to uh, be like somebody else. God gave you the gift of teaching Sunday school or teaching. You want to be able to play the piano. You, you're unhappy. You don't have peace because you want to do something else. Uh, God gives you a talent in one area, but yet you want another. 
then so many people are unhappy with how they look. They want eyelashes. They want all these things that um, they weren't born with. They're unhappy with the gift of God, the ultimate creator, and how he's made you in his image. And you get no peace because you're trying to look like somebody else, be like somebody else. Then we also, um, we're unhappy and not at peace with God's blessing. God is blessing us every day of our life, but we're unhappy with what he gives us. So we're unhappy with our looks. We don't have any peace with our blessings from God. And we don't have any peace with our talents that he's given us. Then the sixth thing, if you want peace, you have to let Jesus fill that void that's in your life. And in 1 Corinthians 12 chapter, it tells us that God has given us um, gifts of the Holy Spirit to help us in every day of our life. Interpretation of tongues, the ability to do things in our lives. All those are gifts and the fruits of the Spirit. Love, peace, and joy to have a peaceful life. He's given us everything to help us be successful in our walk with Him. That's a good God. And when you do these things, you will have peace in your life. Knowing that your salvation is one. Knowing that God has all things in His hand. Knowing that everything you need is in Him. Knowing that God made you a peculiar person. You're like nobody else in his family. You're blessed with talents. Your looks are a blessing and reflection of him. And you're blessed from on high. And I'm here today to tell you this Christmas. Remember the reason for the season. And remember that God made you. And he's given you peace here on earth. Goodwill toward all men. All you have to do is just accept the Christmas gift from your Father in heaven, and his name is Jesus Christ. There may be somebody who may not know Jesus, but I'm here today to tell you, if you believe, say this prayer. Father, forgive me. Have your way. Forgive me of my transgressions and my sins. I repent right now. I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe that he sits at the right hand of God in a seat on my half. I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary, but got up with all power in his hand that Sunday morning. Receive me as part of the Holy Family. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Remember, go get in the good Bible teaching church. We love you at Neely United Methodist Church. And remember, keep a smile on your face. But that smile may be helping somebody along the way. Merry Christmas.